In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Gospel today uh, presents us with two, two men, the blind man, also named Bartimaeus, and Zacchaeus, who is this chief tax collector. And so we see in this Gospel that these two men are being stopped, are in these crowds that are stopping them from really meeting Jesus, from encountering Jesus, from experiencing Jesus. And as I've been praying with these readings throughout the week, uh, the question that I've been asking myself are, what are the crowds in my life? What are the things in my life, in our life, that are causing us to, to just be far from the Lord, or to be distracted from the Lord, or the things that are not allowing us to connect to Jesus, to be close to Him? And I really want to bring to our mind, to our hearts, a couple of things that could be crowding our minds and our hearts from really experiencing the Lord, because it's real. And I'd also like to welcome all the St. Thomas parishioners who are here, because St. Thomas's parking lot is being done, okay? So welcome to Mother of God. We just got a new road for you guys too, so congratulations. So the things that really keep us from the Lord, that really keep us distracted. You know, the first thing that I think of, even for my own life, is social media and binge-watching shows, right? We all, we all struggle with this in some way. But uh, there's a study that was specifically done on teenagers, so from 14 to 17 years old, and the effects that social media has on that specific age group. and. It looked at teens who were viewing social media for seven hours per day, which is very normal if you didn't know, and they were twice as likely to have been diagnosed with depression, treated with mental health, and taken medication for psychological behavior issues. And I always find it interesting when, when someone comes up to me and they say, Abuna, I, I come to Mass and I even get there early sometimes, but when I sit in Mass, I just can't focus. I can't pay attention in mass for some reason. And sometimes I just ask people, well, pull out your screen time and look at how much time you're spending on your phone. I did this to someone and they pulled out their screen time and they literally spent, in five days, they spent 25 hours on TikTok in five days. And so we wonder why when we come to church or adoration and we sit before the Lord and our minds are in a million places, because in our daily lives, we're just so distracted by the things that we are feeding our minds and our hearts. And when we take a break just to sit for one hour, it's so difficult to focus, to pay attention to what God is trying to say. The scriptures say, in silence, God speaks. In silence, God speaks. And I think it's also important to pay attention to what we're feeding ourselves what we're watching, what we're viewing, because those things can affect us. They can affect our minds and our hearts in even what we believe about ourselves. I don't know if you saw, but I think it was last week, Disney came out with a cartoon that's called Little Demon. And in this cartoon, it's about a little girl who falls in love with Satan. This is Disney. This is what your kids are watching. And it's just so crazy to me that we feed ourselves with these things and we think as if it's nothing. 
But there's power to these things that can really affect our relationship with God. I remember uh, even as a kid, maybe this is bad, but one of my favorite games to play was Grand Theft Auto, okay? And so we would trick our mom. She would take us to GameStop, and we would stand in line, and my mom would, would look at the games we were getting, and she knew she had an idea that Grand Theft Auto was not a good game. But we told her, Mom, we're just going to drive the cars. We're not going to shoot anyone or do anything. This Habibi, we know what happened when we play that game. <laughs> but even games like that, or even things like Minecraft, have an effect on us and even your kids. That when I come before the Lord to come before His sanctuary, before the Lord of hosts, the King of kings, I don't have this connection with Him. Because all day, I'm somewhere else. All day, my heart is occupied by other things that are not Jesus. And we become like the blind man. He was blind. He couldn't see. He wanted to receive his sight, but he couldn't do it until he went to Jesus. The second thing that I think crowds our minds and our hearts is the music we listen to. The music we listen to. You know, there was an artist recently that had a concert here in Detroit, and his name is called The Weeknd. And literally, this guy is straight up demonic. I just went, I did a simple search on YouTube, and I looked up his videos. I did it at night, which was probably a bad thing. But literally, his videos, his, his music videos, are straight up satanic. He has blood on his face. He's offering himself as a sacrifice to the devil. His music is all about going to hell, living in sin. And even in one of his songs, he calls himself a nihilist, which means someone that totally rejects religion altogether, rejects any kind of power above them, and looks at life as completely meaningless. Looks at existence as there is no purpose in life, there is no meaning to our existence, and this is what people are listening to. And it's not just people out there. The reason I bring this specific artist up is because I heard that a lot of Chaldeans went to this concert. And not just Chaldeans out there. Chaldeans in here, in the church. Servers in the church, youth group leaders, volunteers of the church were going to this concert. And in this concert that happened right here, in the midst of us, in the midst of our community, he literally had these people that were dressed in full red, 30, 40 people that were just walking around the stage. And there was a point in his concert where he literally got people in a trance, which means he took control over people, and he was swaying them back and forth. Literally a sign of evil, a sign of the devil. And this is the music that we listen to. And we think it has no power over us. But when I come before the Lord, what's going to happen? Who am I serving? Who am I loving? The third thing that is probably the scariest to me, and I bring up these things because in themselves they're not sins, right? We always preach about sin. But these things in themselves are not sin. Social media is not a sin. Listening to music is not a sin. This next thing makes me go crazy, and it's vaping. Vaping has such a real stronghold on people. And what's the scariest thing to me about it is how convenient it is. You think about alcohol, you think about um, smoking cigarettes, 
And there's an extra step to do those things, right? You have to pour a drink. You have to pour a glass. You have to go outside and light your cigarette. But with vaping, you can do it anytime, anywhere, and it's on you constantly. And I really think it has a power over people because a lot of people don't know this, but most vapes have nicotine. And nicotine has a real psychological effect on people. Just look it up. You know, the liberals try to fact check me, so you can go fact check me after this homily. And look this up, what nicotine does to our system, to our brains and our minds. What it does psychologically is when you hit that vape or you smoke a cigarette, there's a short moment of uplifting of mood. Our mood is uplifted for a short period of time. And then what happens is the mood eventually goes down after a while and it wants us, keeps us wanting more. That's why nicotine is so addictive. And I just think we have to be very careful with something like that. Anything that has power over me, I need to be careful of. Because the only person that should have power over me is Jesus Christ. He is my Lord and Savior. He is my God. He is my King. And I love, I love, I love what Jesus says in the Gospel. He says, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. That's the entire mission of Jesus. In the story of Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus climbs a tree. He climbs a tree to see Jesus. Now there's a beautiful theological explanation for this. And Jesus tells him to come down from the tree. Why? Because Jesus is the one who is going to be crucified to the tree. Jesus is trying to show Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, come down. I'm going to sacrifice myself for you. I'm going to give myself for you. Because that's what Jesus wants of us. But my brothers and sisters, so many things in our life don't allow us to accept and to allow Jesus to do that. We don't want him to do that. We don't want him to be that close. We don't want him to be that near. And so we keep Jesus far. We keep him to the side. We use him when we need him. When I need a prayer, when I'm struggling in life, Jesus, come on. Jesus, I need you now. But Jesus wants to be the king of our hearts at all times, 24-7. Not just on Sunday. Not just when I'm in need. He's my God. I was created by God for purpose, for meaning. And if I want to know that purpose and meaning, if I want my life to have fulfillment, it's only going to be in Jesus. And so we need to put aside the things that are crowding our minds and hearts and be very cautious. The Bible tells us so many times, be sober and alert. Be awake. Be vigilant. Watch. There's a beautiful quote from the diary of St. Faustina that I just want to offer to all of us. Jesus says to St. Faustina, My heart overflows with great mercy for souls and especially for poor sinners. If only they could understand that I am the best of fathers to them and that it is for them that the blood and water flowed from my heart as from a, a fount overflowing with mercy. For them I dwell in the tabernacle as king of mercy. I desire to bestow my graces upon their souls, but they do not accept them. Wow. 
Listen, my favorite line from that is when Jesus says, I am the best of fathers to them, and I dwell in the tabernacle as king of mercy. And then he goes on and tells St. Faustina, there's so many souls that are indifferent to my goodness, to my proofs of love, and my heart only drinks of ingratitude and forgetfulness of souls living in the world. Because these souls have time for everything, but they have no time to come to me for graces. There's a quote, if the devil can't make you bad, he makes you busy. We're not bad people. Most of us are not bad people, right? But if the devil can't tempt us to be bad or to be evil or to be satanic, he will make us busy. And Jesus just wants to give us his love. And Jesus just wants to give us his mercy. And so let's come to him. Let's go to him. Not just on a Sunday, but every single day. And let's allow him to be that king of mercy of our hearts. Amen.